give your head a wobble. We're going to pub. It's the Blind Debate Podcast. The Blind Debate with Neil and Ricardo. Hello and welcome to The Blind Debate. I'm Neil. And I'm Ricardo. This podcast may cause drowsiness, laughter, and shouldn't be taken while operating heavy machinery. Ask your doctor if Blind Debate is right for you. Welcome to episode 5 mid-season we are tied again we will have controversial topics we'll flip a coin and each of us needs to argue their side we have a guest decide who won and that person gets a point at the end of the series the person with the most points takes home the blind debate cup you can exchange six of those for a collectible bobblehead and you can exchange six bobbleheads for a mechanic pencil we know the topics beforehand, but we only find out what side we'll be debating when we start. Our guest tonight comes from the north. Live from beyond the wall. Welcome, Christian. This is, is this where, where you come in. Is this where I say hello? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, you sorry. It. I'm just like, yeah, I was, I was just waiting for some pause. So yeah, hello, I am Christian. Welcome me. Welcome me in the best uh, caveman you can you can do today. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell this is my first time? <laughs> we'll be gentle. So, speaking of being gentle, we're going to start. Uh, it's a debate podcast, so you need to convince us to like you. Right. How long have we got here? Well, as long seconds. as you take. Yeah, but probably about an hour total. I can, I can, I can talk. For, for a very long time. Um, convince you to like me. Well, look, you know, if I think about uh, like my friend circle, um, I generally believe the only reason people stick around is because I'm a tool uh, to, to kind of organizing uh, their lives. I generally think that's the main reason people stick around for me. Um, I've been coined as the Filofax. So in summary, it's, it's a case of just taking care of business. It's like, if something needs doing, they call me, I get it done. I remember getting added to a, a WhatsApp group once where everyone was like really excited about going away on holiday. We wanted to go to a festival in some waves, proper pumped. And uh, I sat there, you know, for about a couple of days. I've been added in late. I think they've been procrastinating for like six months. I hate procrastinators, I can't handle it. And then... I got added in and within two days I'd organized flights, accommodation and transfers for everyone, booked it all. Uh, and the job was done. Tickets, the lot, even like some like specialist meal on the way. So I generally think people just keep me around because of. <laughs> That's the, the story of how Christian took his friends to the fire festival. <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> it was me booking it. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think that's the reason mainly People like spending time with me, but I think I've got a little bit of a sense of humor to me. I think that probably reels them in. Uh, and obviously, my, as you know, my love of dogs, having two French bulldogs uh, and, a, and a young boxer puppy on the way is definitely uh, reeling the friends in 
as well and something that people like to spend time with me on. So I reckon it's a combination of file a fax in, uh, a little bit of humor and puppy love. That that works for me because uh, Ricardo knows firsthand just how bad my organization is. Uh, so yeah, that, oh, that God, works yeah. for me. How about you, Ricardo? I mean, you come for the humor, you stay for the puppies. I'm down. <laughs> yep, you convinced us. You're all good. Next time we all go to a festival, which definitely will happen because Nero and I are super festival people. Uh, <laughs> we're getting you to organize it. I think, you know, all, all it is, I just, I just can't handle not making a decision. I decide I'm going to do something. I'm just like, cool, all right, let's just book it and get on with it. Or let's just buy it and do it. Um, it's definitely a procrastinator thing that I just can't handle. Christian, the final facts for you there. Yeah, yeah, Philo. That was gonna at one point that was gonna be my new DJ alias, Philo, uh, <laughs> which has since been scrapped. Um, but it was people thought you were a pastry instead of uh, a book. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Philo. Philo could have been the uh, the other term for that. So yeah, crumbling at the decks. <laughs> yeah, so very I've, specific uh, circles that would do really well. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah, pastry events. I could, I could be starting. You know, the Great British Bake Off. They could have me as the opening theme tune. Yeah, the short cross <laughs> DJ. Opportunities uh, galore. Hello, Cordon Bleu. Let's make some noise. <laughs> I could just stand outside Greg's as well, you know, and just DJ there. It's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? There's, 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 just, there's so much potential. Pound Bakery. God, do you know what I mean? Business DJ Steak Bake. DJ Steak Bake. <laughs> <laughs> or when you go it like if you get famous and you kind of want to sell for a little bit pricier just do it in front of Brett. that's it oh yeah upper class pastry yeah <laughs> patisserie valerie or whatever it is you know yeah <laughs> yeah taking uh taking a step up go from skrillex to beethoven <laughs> i've actually got a selection of records uh that my grandma handed me down uh with beethoven on so yeah i'm already almost prepped and ready for that for change. a second there i thought you were gonna say screw legs i'm like yeah cool, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she had a finger on the pulse right to the end <laughs> all right so um i feel we have to start warming up for our debate uh and we're gonna start with a round called in my defense where we try to defend something that's universally despised and for this episode, we will be defending things that are locked in grocery stores. You know, those little like plastic cages that you have to ask for someone's help. And it's very demeaning. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be defending today. Who wants to start? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why not? Think of it not as demeaning, Ricardo. Think of it as the trophy behind the cabinet. Clubs around the world, whether it be football, whether it be, you know, cricket, whatever it is, they strive to win trophies they that's all they do that's they they only try and win and when they get that precious bit of silverware it goes and it's tucked behind a cabinet think of that the thing that you've gone in to get that bottles of jack daniels that's behind the trophy cabinet and you're you're being presented with that trophy there you go think think of it like that i, I do see it as like i really succeeded in life whenever i need to buy gillette like little razor blades for my razor yep the best a man can that, get that it is the best a man can get. So absolutely. Also, it creates jobs because now with all self check checkouts, like who even works in the grocery store anymore? So yeah, we need jobs. So let's create some jobs. Let's put some very random things behind a glass and put a big button that says "Press here for help," and then you just stand there and press it, and then someone has to come and help you. It's like it's one to one. I like it. I generally feel. Like there's some questionable items behind that cabinet. 
So the only thing that comes to mind is they're always selling, you know, all the aftershave that you wore in the 90s, like Jupe, Brute for Men, Fahrenheit. And I just think to myself, like, is that really the, 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 the standard of theft these days <laughs> that people are going to cruise into a supermarket on the hunt for dupe or brute for men? <laughs> and I, just, I don't know. Uh, thieves. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like of all the things they could be on the hunt for behind a glass cabinet, it's basically the bottom rung of fragrance uh, currently available in the UK today. And I'm just, I don't know. Questionable items. Questionable. Maybe, maybe you, you've got to the bottom of this, and I hope the FBI doesn't shut us down. But maybe they're just doing this to cause more hype for those items because they wouldn't sell otherwise. <laughs> but if you put them in a little cage, you're like, "Ooh, this must be special. It's protected, so what's, people what's actually the, buy them." What's the name of that fragrance in Anchorman? The, the was it Panther? Uh, I think it's Black Black Panther. Black Panther, is it? yeah. 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 So that that was always behind a black cabinet. So there you go. And it smelled bad, apparently. Apparently that was a horrendous smell. So that's, maybe that's the thing. That's, Hide it behind a glass cabinet and boom, people want it. I think that's hidden behind like a, a secret doorway, though, where you yeah, press even the button, more it, so. lift, it lifts up behind a counter. So yeah, it's, it's, it's next level. You even need to know where to find and source that in the that's store. It. It, it also must be like really an honor when you start working for there, start to get the key. It's like, here, you have the key. For the aftershave and the alcohol. It's like, oh my God, it's a trust thing now. I feel I'm in the inner circle now. Yeah, you're part of the inner circle, that's it. I can get behind the glass on that one. Heyo. Do you think you have to get promoted to become a key holder within the store? Do you think that is a... They're just giving those keys out. It's like, you know, at McDonald's where you get the badges and like your head of cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, is it the same thing? Where when Yeah, you get the key I reckon reserve? you work your way up to the, the aftershave cabinet. Yeah, yeah. okay. Nice. Aspirational. They don't give the keys to brute for anyone. Yeah. If they don't trust the customers not to steal like five pound fragrances, they, yeah. they're not going to trust o the employees. Oh, the cabinet. All right. I feel this has been thoroughly defended and we're all stretched and ready to go. So now it's time for the big part of the show. It's where Neil and I will fight for Christian's approval like the Pope fights for Christian's approval. Get it? All right. So... It's time for the blind debate. And the first topic today is peanut butter. Yes, peanut butter, a very important topic in all of our lives. 100%. We will flip a coin, and whoever gets heads will defend peanut butter, and the other person's going to be against it. And we'll have a two-minute timer for each person to defend their points. Neil, would you like to flip a coin to see if you're going to defend or go against peanut butter? Absolutely. Tails. So I will be against peanut butter. So Ricardo, I have a two-minute timer set up, ready and waiting for you. Do you want to start defending peanut butter? I would like nothing less. <laughs> Three, two, one. Peanut butter is the best thing ever. Like, really, it's peanutty and buttery. What else do you need? Please. Everything in the world could be solved with peanut butter. Hunger? Peanut butter. Lack of protein? Peanut butter. Hungry again? More peanut butter. So yes, <laughs> peanut butter is amazing. It's like really versatile because it, it can be kind of like savory if you're doing it in maybe a salad or a sauce, or it can be sweet if you're doing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Come on, peanut butter and jelly is a win, even if you're not American and really into that thing. Uh, it's really good. I put it in my oatmeal because I'm a monster, but I love it. It's really good. It's a really good source of protein. And it tastes amazing. And it also sticks to the roof of your mouth. So it gives you hours and hours of fun. Dogs love it. We all love dogs. 
Dogs can't be wrong. So yeah, peanut butter for the win. Uh, it's also been invented in the United States, but it's not super sweet. So great, it's good for you. Uh, there's crunchy and smooth, which both were nicknames I had in college at some point. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, it's also salty. Again, current nickname, uh, but. <laughs> Peanut butter is just amazing. I dare you to say anything bad about peanut butter. And if you do that, it's because you're a bad person. Neil, over to you. You did that very well with 10 seconds to go. <laughs> All right, Ricardo, do you have a two-minute timer for me? Your two minutes start now. All right. So, Ricardo, here's why you're wrong. Peanut butter is an incredibly high in fat item. You can start to have some peanut butter. Your cholesterol will go up. Peanut butter is out there to kill you. Not just you with your cholesterol rising higher than the towers in the Burj Khalifa, but also the mere person with an allergy. The second you open up a packet of peanuts, boom, it's airborne. Someone might start having their throat closing up and passing out. That can't be something that's good. It can't win. Peanut butter is inevitably going to be an evil item. It has to be taken off the shop shop shelves that was easy for me to say it needs to be taken away from the human consumption and you said dogs like it well chimps have been forced to eat peanut butter for years in in hollywood and cinema to try and make them look like they're talking that's how they make animals talk in cinema that's evil where do i get that job <laughs> you should you shouldn't be making animals uh being force fed and, and forced into uh sort of cinematic productions that's wrong so that's all the time i need peanut butter is wrong uh, it also if it's used with palm oil which is increasingly popular that's killing orangutans over to you christian <laughs> it, it's like it was difficult to you to fill two minutes talking about peanut butter <laughs> it's, de it's definitely um, a limited topic because it's either it's there's like, unlimited like, uses to peanut butter. I'll start listing them again. I mean, have, no. have you done mar? Have you done marmite yet? I think that's the same Ooh, kind yet. of thing, isn't it? Ugh. It's like you know, it's it is one of those things I think where people just either love this or they hate it, and it kind of you fall into two camps for sure. So what? What? My, so my goal here is to firstly pick who I believe uh, has better looking sold the better <laughs> argument or yes, is the best looking of the duo. Uh, or do you want? Would you like my uh, perspective first? Or whichever one makes me win. Well, you can you can give it to us. Yeah, you can give it to us uh, all in one. So, uh, who who's the best argument, and what do you think? Well, look, I think it's very hard. This reminds me a little bit um, of what's that card game now, where you pull out cards and Super it's drunk. really inappropriate. And, oh, uh, you have cards to against humanity. Against humanity. <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's like when you do, when you play cards against humanity, like you pick the one that just gave you a bit of joy, you know, like the one that it might be the one that like makes you laugh or like you find the most amusing, particularly when you're the chooser of the card. And it's just the fact that uh, Ricardo managed to liken his um, school days and nicknames <laughs> to being smooth and crunchy. Uh, <laughs> has swung it for me. So I'm going to go with Ricardo <laughs> for that, for, for that, for that moment alone. So yeah, congratulations. That, that was the, that was the winning comment for me between those two. I'm, I'm glad yeah. peanut butter won. Cause uh, yeah, I love peanut butter smooth. I don't yeah. like it crunchy. Oh really? I like the crunchy. 
that's the thing though. It's like I love peanut butter chocolate. Like get peanut butter and chocolate all Snickers, over. Snickers, get some nuts. I forgot to bring the the, the chocolate into this. But oh you, God. you get peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, oh my word. Oh my day. You get it in a milkshake. What what are they playing at? That is the kind of stuff that's going to send you to your grave, but in a really positive way. Peanut but butter if you pretzels get it on, too. If what you get a way it in to go. a spread and you start slapping it on toast, my mouth is going to take four days to eat that. So that's the only thing where I can't understand how people put it on toast and eat it. It just sticks to the top of my mouth. It's a choking hazard. Um, but then you stick it in some chocolate and it's a dream come true. So I've got mixed emotions, but I'm still for it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this country needs Reese's cups, like the peanut butter and chocolate cups that they have in America. You can get it's- them. Can you? Oh, then they're just expensive and I'm poor. Anyway, you get, you get uh, anywhere, mate. Anywhere, mate. Don't, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, there is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uncover the, like, the, the trafficking ring of sweets in oh, the UK. I've, yeah. I've got an in- inroad for you. Don't you worry. I've got a few, I've got, I've got a few got numbers. Got a dealer. The first yeah, ones for free. I've got a few numbers via Telegram. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll slip you on there. Encrypted. Exactly. <laughs> Made all I ever wanted to be the kingpin of the confectionery, <laughs> the sugar daddy. That's what I call oh, you. Oh, I've been called that before. Uh, <laughs> that's another nickname from college. That's another nickname from college. Uh, my college days were awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Ricardo for the win on the first point. I like that you refer to yourself in the third person there. I mean. I, I'm just de- de- associating myself with this awful person. Neil was amused. Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo left the chat. Uh, <laughs> so, second topic, and a chance for Neil to grab one of the tasty, tasty peanut butter covered points is swans. I've heard of them. Swans as a topic. To- we we are we're using very very abstract points on, on very abstract topics on this episode. So there you go. It's really hard to fill two minutes talking about them, but that is all good. Uh, I am going to flip a coin to see if I'm going to defend or attack swans. I'm flipping a coin. It's heads, so I'm going to be defending swans. Neil, I'm going to start a timer for you to go against swans. Are you ready? Sure. Swans are the spawn of Satan. They are owned by the royal family in the UK. If you touch them, you get a prison sentence. You're not allowed to pick them up. You're not allowed to go too close to them. Just the fact that you're not allowed anywhere near a swan tells you everything. They're evil. Swans have the power within their beak to break an arm. Not just break an arm, but snap the bones within your arm. They are small animals that sort of float around the river and look, you know, pretty and serene and white flowing around the river, pretending like nothing's wrong, and then suddenly, boom, evil strikes. There was one swan. The evil began. Boom, boom. This summer, the swan attacks. It's the end of civilization. Swans will end us. They are evil. Look into their eyes and you can see hell itself. Also, they come with many diseases. So, uh, as birds do, they have disease. Uh, they carry all sorts of rubbish around with them. They they swim around in dirty rivers. Um, personally, I have no idea what Ricardo is going to say that's good about swans. Um, wow, that minute went quite sw- slowly there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, swans, uh, really long necks, confusing. Uh, I like to think of them as the... Uh, um, the water-bound uh, giraffes, um, except they're not as cute. 
so their their necks sort of you know go around in an S movement. That's not natural. So again, swans bad. Uh, yeah, that's over to you, Ricardo. That's uh, that's all I have on swans. <laughs> Good forfeit the thirty seconds because there's just nothing more to say. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Do you have a timer for me to defend the lovely creatures that are swans? They're they're evil. Uh, three, two, one. Swans are the best animal, apart from dogs. They're the dogs of the pond. <laughs> They're just there. They'll play fetch if you just throw them some Cheerios or something. Uh, Neo's trying to like take you to the wrong side. Say, oh, they're tiny. They are not. They're humongous. If you've been to Hyde Park, they're my size, all right? And I'm not a petite person. They are huge. So Neo say, oh, they're mean. It's because Neo can't defend himself unlike a swan who can't you're thinking about birds you're thinking about like very frail things like chickens you're like oh i don't know where i am boom you're kfc not swans no 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 swans fight back (laughs) in a world where swans have had enough they will fight back so yeah you said swans are going to take over civilization what other animal could you say that about none so swans are amazing they're the future of the planet uh, they're also owned by royalty. Have you ever known royalty to have something that wasn't good? Of course, the swans are the best, so that's why the queen's like, nah, mine, mate. Em- so, Empire yeah. is filled with genocide. Yep, go on. <laughs> really? We're going there? Okay. Uh, so, And swans are going to be doing that genocide because they're really f- f- versatile. Uh, <laughs> you can use them for defense and attack. So with 30 seconds to go, I am going to say that swans are awesome. If you don't like swans, then you're like Neo, and you're wrong. Christian, over to you. Right, swans. Um, look, I think these are these are definitely an argument to had be had both ways here. Uh, the 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 majestic look of a swan is uh, definitely something uh, that has, I guess, been singed into people's minds over the years. However. I do agree with Neil that there's something very sinister about a swan and uh, their ability to stand their ground in like a little mini pack often uh, has sent me uh, running in fear from some of the local ponds, uh, even with my French bulldogs in tow. I can imagine it now. So yeah, so like uh, my experience of swans, a swan isn't the kind of thing that you're going to, you, you, I think Ricardo, you said that it's the, 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 the dogs of the pond, <laughs> but if you ever try and walk up and pet a swan, you're going to lose a finger, mate. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have to side. They're the pit bulls of the pond. I'm going to have to side. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to side with Neil. Um, uh, I think from a distance, I'm digging him. But the fact that I need to stay from a distance, I guess you could say it's the same thing. Maybe you don't want to walk up to a rhino or a, a lion uh, and I'm digging them too. Uh, but you know, a lion, a lion's like, you know, he's going to eat you. You know, a rhino's going to smash so you swan. tusk. Well, the swan looks like <laughs> he's it's all okay. Well, it looks like, you know, he's, he's, he's a false sense of security. He's like, Oh, look at this guy. He's got, look at all the little like, you know, swanlings behind. Oh, that's cute. You walk up, fingers gone. So yeah, I'm going with you, Neil. Well done. Absolutely. Good. And uh, now that I've got that point, we can uh, swan on down to our next topic, which is uh, what? Uh, okay, you'll lose the point now. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want to brawl about it? We will, because the next topic is rugby. Mm. Oh, very, very manly topic for us, because we're all very manly men. <clears throat> all right. I can so- imagine. I can imagine Ricardo watches rugby 
Uh, for the scrum, every, don't, every occasion. Don't, don't, don't ruin my argument. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Neil, do you want to flip a coin to see if you're going to be defending? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's heads, so I will be defending rugby, and Ricardo, you'll be against rugby. Are you ready for your uh, attack? I'm going to attack rugby like I'm a rugby player. All right, you have a timer for me? <laughs> I do indeed. Three, two, one. Nobody understands rugby, okay? You can pretend that you do, you don't. It's just like 40 dudes on top of each other. And I'm not saying that's bad. That's probably the reason I would watch it. But it's not a sport. This is not a sport. Come on. It's just like a bunch of dudes piling on top of each other. I don't even know if there's a ball in the middle of this or if they're just doing it for the lols. But like, they're just scrumming each other. It's just, no, this is not a sport. This cannot be a sport. There's also no protective gear. So how, how, how is this a good idea? Let's just go out to a field and just ram into each other like we're rams, but we're not. We're dudes. Big, burly dudes, but dudes nonetheless. How do you keep points in rugby? Nobody knows. It's a mystery. Like the swans of the queen or peanut butter and chocolate all mysteries of nature that nobody knows about one minute uh rugby is what started american football and we can all agree that that's stupid like the only good thing about american football is the halftime show and that's when someone good's doing it because even then it can be hit or miss so how can a sport that created american football be good it's not it's not a sport. Let's start with that. It's just dudes in a field jumping on top of each other. That was illegal in the UK until a couple of years ago. Uh, but <laughs> yes, I feel there's no salvation for rugby. Don't you tell me, oh, it's a sport or whatever. Nobody understands it. It's just because you're all drunk in a pub. So might as well just watch some modern day gladiator thing of a bunch of people punching each other. And really, Ten seconds. there's no saving rugby. So good luck, Neil. All right. Well, uh, that was that was nice and easy. Ricardo, you got a timer? I do. And time starts now. Okay, Ricardo, here's why you're wrong. Rugby is the best sport on the planet. It's the most organized and respectful sport that there is. Rugby not only teaches you discipline, it teaches you sport, it teaches you uh, teamwork, but also it teaches you respect. You're able to go out and refer to your referee, not just as a ref, not as a, a swear word, as certain other sports would refer to their referees, but instead you call them sir. You speak to your referee with respect. You listen to the decisions. You admit when you're wrong. Rugby is about society. It's not just a sport. And you mentioned just because it started an NFL uh, thing in America that's bad, does that does that mean the UK is bad? The, the country that you're living in currently, because we technically have started America off with them uh, defeating us. So careful who you, you attack there, Ricardo. Um, but back to rugby. It's a fitness exercise. It brings you into endurance. It, it makes you healthier. It's great for your cardio cardiovascular health. Um, it's also fantastic for your strength, so your upper body and your lower body. Uh, it, it means that you probably will have tree trunks for legs, which is always fun. Uh, also keeps you agile, uh, 
makes your your uh, hand-eye coordination skills uh, jump up, but also it, it integrates you with a, a society of people. It gets you friends. Uh, it teaches you how to be social together with people and interact with a team, uh, as well as learning how to communicate, uh, which is fantastic for future. Rugby is fantastic, and there's no other way to get involved into sport and, and society. So, uh, yeah, Ricardo, you're, you're wrong on this. Right. So we're going to talk about communication once you lose your teeth. Go on. All right, Christian, <laughs> let's let's talk about rugby. Hmm. This is a tough one. Um, like rugby. You know, off the, off the, yeah, off the bat, like I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of egg chasing, which is uh, the way I refer to, to rugby. Uh, no, off I like my balls to be round. Um, <laughs> so does Ricardo. <laughs> Nickname in college. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 an avid fan of a round ball, uh, not a, a, an egg shaped ball, uh, when it comes to sport. And yeah, it's like uh, you know, I understand that if you spend a bit of time learning anything rules um, of any game, it takes a little bit of getting used to, and there's an element of complication probably in most sports. But, uh, you know, these rugby union, and then I think there is also uh, rugby, league. rugby league. And I'm like, what? And, you know, and then I, th- I think there's also like Australian, an Australian version. And then you've got oh, American football. Yeah. I just I, I just think they've got to the stage now where they're all just making up as they go along. Um, I'm not a big rugby fan. So, I mean, this is my biased view, uh, obviously coming through. Go with your bias. And I think a lot... A lot of my uh, a lot of my feelings towards rugby probably side uh, more on a Ricardo's argument, but <laughs> I, I thought Neil articulated himself incredibly well uh, with what rugby does bring uh, to uh, like you know individuals, you know, in terms of like you say the communication, the things you learn, the discipline. Particularly, when we talk about the way that they have a respect to the referee. And a respect um, for for the game they play, which often gets lost in something like football, which I'm a fan of. So, look, you know, I, it could go either way. If I went with my gut, it would probably be um, it would probably be Neil winning this argument. If I went with my heart, because of where I sit, and it'd be Ricardo. Go with your heart. But I'm gonna go with Neil because I think oh, you articulated yourself very well, very mate. Good. I think you deserve. Very I think good. you deserve it of the argument. So well done. Fantastic. I'm. I'm glad. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, you scrub. <laughs> you know what? There's like six countries in the world that play rugby, and the UK is four of them. So that's, uh, that's a try for Neil. <laughs> and it's like you know, Ricardo at the start. You know, just that kind of that that inclusion of nicknames from school was just a, it's just an out and out winner for me I couldn't, do it, I couldn't do it again in the rugby one but i really did love your reference to just being a load of dudes piling on top of each other again. and that being something that was banned until recently was fun, in the uk yeah. so i think you know on a hu- on on on, on a, the humor points goes to ricardo uh Unfortunately, for sure today. that's not how it works so yeah so, it, ricardo. so ricardo you you win the humor points for the day there you go uh Always the bridesmaid, never the bottom of the scrum. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So that is Neil ahead of us uh, in the season. How many personalities do you have now? I mean, like seven. They're all rugby players. And (laughs) okay, so yeah, um, you are on the lead, but not for long because I really won a a blind debate cup in my life. Uh, But before we leave. We have 
our last little segment of the show that is buy, borrow, or bin. So we're going to have three topics for each round, and we're going to have to decide which one we want to do, buy, borrow, or bin. It's kind of like marry, shag, or kill without the whole sexual psychotic of it. Uh, (laughs) Buy means we want to exchange currency for it, so we would actually spend money on it. Borrow is something we like, but we would get it for free. And bin is just like bad. We don't want it. Ready to play? Already. Okay. So the first topic for buy, borrow, or bin is gloves, hat, and scarf. Which one do we want to buy, borrow, or bin? Right. So I, I have a, a love-hate thing with with hats, meaning that I love them and they hate me. Um, so I, I would love to wear a hat. I'd, I'd like to sort of, you know, be that person who can wear a hat and put it off. But unfortunately, I can't. My, my head is too big and my ears are too big. So uh, I look like a fool wearing a hat. So for me, I'm binning the hats because I've always wanted them, but they've never wanted me. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd bin hats. Uh, I would probably borrow a scarf when it's needed because I feel like I wear a scarf once every five years. Uh, and gloves uh, I'd buy because they're quite useful. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you to bind the gloves because my fingers get really cold in 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 the winter. Yeah. So I definitely need gloves. That's something like I have a, several pairs of gloves in all my jackets just in case I'm out and I don't have gloves. And they used to be annoying because you you could you couldn't use your phone with them, but now you can get smart gloves that use that work with the phone, which is good. They work like eighty percent of the time, which is good enough. Eighty percent of the time, all the time, all the time. Uh, so I would. Um, probably borrow the hat because I I don't really carry them, but sometimes you need a hat for Mm. either too much sun or too little. And I do look stupid as well. I have a big head like Neo. Uh, Yeah, it's really annoying. It's not just because I won the episode. It's like... (laughs) Uh, And the scarf, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Don't worry. Uh, And the scarf, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a scarf person too much. So, yeah, bin it. Christian? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's quite a tough one, this, because I use hats predominantly. So my natural instinct would be, whether it's a beanie or a cap, the, I'm always going to buy a hat. Um, however, who wants to borrow someone's gloves? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's someone's grubby fingers been fingering some gloves. And I'm like, I, I just don't think right. it's the kind of thing you'd borrow. But yet, when you hit peak winter, you want a pair of gloves, don't you? So um, I think if it comes down to it, I'd quite happily borrow a decent cap off someone. I'd love to buy buy a cap as well or a beanie, but I'd happily borrow a nice beanie or cap off someone. I'm going to have to buy my own gloves. I just can't bring myself to put my fingers into someone else's sockets. Um, And then, yeah, scarves, few and far between, so I could make do without. Yeah, that's pretty fair. But see, what you're saying is you're you're okay with people's head sweat, but not their hand sweat. <laughs> well, this is why I say it's a really tough one. You know, I'm kind of torn on the whole thing. I don't really feel good about either, to be honest, but <laughs> I've had to make sacrifices just to answer your question. It's just one that's of those it. things. We're asking the big questions now. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. I'm probably not going to be able to sleep at night now. So <laughs> You're so well. Jeremy Paxman. <laughs> yep. Um, so what's our next one, uh, Ricardo? So our next set of three topics is a suit, a tuxedo, and a kilt. Which one do we buy, borrow, or bin? I think just for the pure comedy, I think you have to buy the kilt, don't you? Uh, I mean, I, I I definitely think don't bin the kilt because a man in a skirt is just 
what we need. Like we okay, already established, yeah, we've established that rugby is our thing, so we definitely want men in skirts now. Uh, <laughs> suit, you have to buy a suit. You like, you can't just like I, I, I don't like borrowing or renting a, a a suit. Like you need to buy it. You need to have a suit. Like if you're, you will have those occasions that you need a suit. You need to have mm-hmm. one that fits you. So buy the suit. Yeah. Oh, bend the tuxedo. I'm not James Bond. I don't need it. And I can borrow the kilt because um, I don't have like the hygienic problems that Christian have about wearing other people's sockets. So yeah, screw it. I'll borrow the kilt. I I, I think I agree with you there. Um, I, I think a suit. There is nothing quite like a suit that has been designed specifically to be worn by yourself. Um, yeah, that's that's quite a cool experience. And to have a suit that is literally just fit for you. Um, tuxedo. I agree. Chuck it in the bin. Uh, that was a cool film with Jackie Chan a while ago, but other than that oh meh uh and kilt yeah I'd, I'd borrow a kilt i'm sure you, i'm sure people do for for weddings in scotland well it looks like we're all in agreement because yeah you're not gonna wear a kilt all the time but you definitely borrow one um Kareen's, uh family's scottish so at some point it wouldn't surprise me if that has to uh be something i borrow in the future so and you know, you said before about borrowing a kilt and it being like, you know, the hygiene thing's cool because, you know, technically it's just hanging down, even if you aren't uh, fully dressed <laughs> yeah. below. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not going to wash it. You know, I'm going to wash it first, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm happy to roll with a hired kilt. Um, tuxedos, God, I can't even, I, I can't even think of what a tuxedo looks like. It does make me think of Bond. The only thing it makes me think of was a, uh, a boat in Newcastle that used to have a club night called the Tuxedo Princess, um, and you know I just I, I've got no other reference for tuxedos. So to me, yeah, it can get right in the bin. And you always need to get a suit fitted and designed for yourself um, because at five foot seven and an odd box square like shape that I am, there isn't much that fits me unless I get it fitted. So it's all about the the suit buy for me. That club sounds like a kinky night. Anyway, uh, the Tuxedo <laughs> Princess. I'm pretty sure it's stank. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if not, if they want to sponsor us, we're open for it. It was pretty <laughs> grubby and it was kind of on an angle when you were walking through it. So it wasn't the ideal uh, night out for a drink. But I had a few good raves there. And the final set of things for buy, borrow, and bin are a printer, an office chair, and a projector. What kind of projector? The one that projects things. Yeah, go with a 4K one. Why not? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's not one of these ones you had in school where you put a piece of, piece of paper on. Oh, no, no, no. no. no I'm hoping that like, they were dreadful. I'm just making sure I'm not getting mugged off when I borrow a projector and that's what puts the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, the film projector. I, I reckon I'd bin a printer because, uh, I don't know, do you need to print anything off anymore? Probably not. You can probably do it on your phone. Yeah, I'd bin the printer. I'd buy an office chair because you want your own chair. You don't want to sit in someone else's chair. There's there's something special about having your own chair and it being your spot. Uh, and then I'd borrow the projector for when it's needed. I'm super aligned on that. I'm going to go the other way around because I, yeah, I, 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 I do think you have to buy your own chair because like it, you have to be comfortable with it. You're going to be sitting on it for a while. So yeah. you have to go and buy that. Can't just uh, borrow it. Um, I borrow the printer because although I don't really have to print things, every once in a while I do. So I borrow one or what like you, I'll get someone you, to print. What do you print once in a while? Tell us. I don't know. Whenever don't you need, it. like, remember when you used to travel, sometimes you have to print forms to sign to, to like get a visa 
or to get out of jail. I don't well, know. Nineteen ninety-five. 19, 19, 19, 19, That's when I was born. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there's there's airports in the destination place that don't accept the phone boarding pass. You have to print the boarding pass for the return journey home. Yeah, that's always annoying. There, there's I don't have a printer. some like official things that like you need printed. So yeah. I mean, that's the, that's why I never bought a printer because you can borrow or like pay to print stuff. Projector. That's the one I think is just useless. Just buy a TV, because like no one has like a, a a sealed room of light that you can close and be like a cinema to actually get a good projection on the wall. So just buy a TV. I, my eyes are bad, so I, I I need something to shine, not to be shown on. If it makes any sense, I don't like projectors. I I have a really serious thing about projectors. Like no. Look. I think you, I think there's a, another way to look at this. Um, I think it's it's straightforward for me. You've got to bend the printer. Like I say, uh, it's 2021. If we're not getting things on uh, your phone at this stage and you still needed to print, um, I don't really know what you're playing at. Uh, it's the kind of thing like, you know, if I go around to someone's house and I find a printer, I'm just going to trash it, you know, just out of natural instincts i think now they just need to they just need to get in the bin they need to go um we're moving on so i think if we were to talk about office chairs i agree you want to you want to create your own groove in a chair you don't want someone else's groove do you so it's definitely a, a purchase for the office chair and the reason i'm going to borrow the projector is because i can't afford a 4k <laughs> projector so i'm going to borrow someone else's and we didn't talk about or there's no discussion around how long i'm going to borrow it for so i'm just going to borrow it for ages until I'm, I'm I'm done with it, which could be years. It could be until I'm, you know, in, in a situation where they want to borrow another projector from someone else that's better. So I'm going to borrow, borrow the projector just for a, an incredibly long amount of time. So that's my tactic, and that's why I'm borrowing it. Christian's an amazing friend, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's good if you need a file of facts, though. It, it really is. He will steal your projector, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> He's always like, everything comes with a price. What can I say? <laughs> and the price is usually a 4K projector. The price uh, is high. <laughs> it's a high one. All right. Well, that is the end of the episode. And what have we learned, kids? Christian's a closer. And like someone's throat who's allergic to peanut butter, he will close things down. It might take five days to eat that peanut butter. And watch out. There's a swan. They're the giraffes of the sea. Get on your scrum. If you don't need your balls to be round. And they can be kept fresh if you have a kilt. You don't like our episode? Just write us a letter, print it, post it to us, and we promise someone will read it. Thank you very much for coming, Christian. It was a lovely thing, even though you chose Neil. Yeah, thank you for uh, allowing me to win another episode. Uh, anytime. It's been, it's been an enjoyable uh, hour with you both. Um, I've got a Chinese to go back to now, so um, looking forward to celebrating uh, this podcast with uh, some sweet and sour chicken and crackers. Enjoy the takeaway. Thank you for coming on, Christian. All right. So, everyone, if you haven't listened to the first season of The Blind Debate, spoilers, it's bad because Neil wins, but it's still good enough to, uh, to listen to. So just listen to wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on at Blind Debate Podcast on Instagram. That's all from today. We'll see you again next week. I've been Neil. I've been Ricardo. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.